Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the trapper to my Hawkeye. Chris. Yeah, I've been watching some MASH recently, Chris. And to make no surprise, as are many conversations about MASH in the past and how I'm really 70. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like my, exactly like my dad. You know, uh, players we dislike based on ADP. We, you know, we, we dislike ADPs. We don't dislike players. Oh, that's not true. Some players we strongly dislike. <laughs> Watson. I was like, Watson and Brady as far as Josh goes. And... Uh, but, uh, but no, we try not to let that influence our, our fantasy rankings. However, uh, as I said, generally, we dislike ADPs. Oh, we, we don't like a player. They're all very talented. Sure, they're mostly great guys. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Hate is a strong word. Just riding that fence all the way to the grave, aren't you? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I... Well, we don't like them, but I mean, we kind of do. And, you know. I think there's a breaking point for every player. Last pick of your draft? Pfft, sure. Unless you have a moral stance against a guy like Watson. That's a, that's a different can of worms altogether. And just, Tom Brady. I have a moral stance against Tom Brady, too. Right, exactly. Based on complete and total logic, of course, folks. He touched <laughs> me in the bathing suit area. Ooh. And so, uh, but other than that, generally, it's, it's like I said, because there's a couple guys on my list that I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I'm just ballparking it. Two rounds later, you know, I'd be, I'd be down for that. Which... In most cases, means I'm not going to get him, but you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Sure, sure, mm -hmm. sure. Uh, I'm doing all right, Chris. I'm really not doing all right. I've had a really craptastic week, but that's okay. I'm here now. We're going to have some fun. There you go. Some nice hot room fun, <laughs> and that is not a <laughs> that is not an innuendo to anything other than this room is warm and getting warmer as my PC warms it up. Yeah, I put it in the uh, description of the show. Not the title. I'll put it in the description. Not that your AC is out. I put that we're coming in hot. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I even uh, see. Only time I'll ever come in hot is when I am overheated. Because I won't be, like, hot. You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to the news. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Doom... All right, I've got, uh, it looks like half a dozen quick items to go over here. Oh, my God, really? One or, yeah, one or two are probably of the significant nature. The rest are, eh. Anyway, uh, Michael Thomas is headed for Pup, uh, it would seem. Uh, Lamar really? Ja yeah. Lamar wow. Jackson reports early. I can cite the article. I think I left the tab open, uh, FYI, in case you want to no, look at it. No, it's not. I'm kind of calling you a liar. It's just more like, Jesus, is this guy ever going to play football again? Well, hey, uh, a little a little foreshadowing there for you folks. Uh, we'll just look at the list later on. Um, Lamar uh, Jackson reports early to camp. So, you know, as far as contract and all that jazz, that's a good sign. Um, Kyler gets the bag. He gets five years, $230.5 million, 160 of which will be fully guaranteed. Uh, let me pause you right there, Chris. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this contract? I was going to ask you, and we haven't really, hey, I've been busy and I haven't had a chance to text you off, uh, off camera. For sure, yeah. We <laughs> Again, we've been running around like crazy, it feels like, uh, or except trying not to run in a hot apartment. <laughs> uh, no, I would put it this way. Um, uh, first of all, let me say it was a Cowboys-centric I guess you call it a podcast or radio show. It's not important. I love what the guy said. He said, basically, it's just hilarious when every, you know, it's that old adage. Every quarterback is the next highest paid player in NFL 
history. Oh, of course. So it's like, you know, I, I don't again, I don't mean to bring Dak up because of the Cowboys centric thing, but name your quarterback. Did Allen get one a year or two ago? Josh Allen? Brett Favre. Uh, well, <laughs> you know Jim McMahon. An active quarterback that is. Uh, Jim uh, Kelly? That is, uh, no, active. That is getting multi-million dollar contracts. Uh, so like Dak or Mahomes or whomever. TV and it, deals. And it's like either the haters or the fans are like, you know, yay, we got our guy. Or, God, I can't believe we paid him that much for this guy. And it's like, just wait a minute. It's Your contract is suddenly going to look like, oh, that's actually not bad. $40 million a year or whatever so, you know, the parameters so what are. Is, so, so, so what is your take on this? Sorry. It's of... just, it is what it is. It's the, it, it's the guy that I consider top, uh, I guess I'll say five. It yeah. might be borderline, uh, or at least potentially heading towards the top five easily in the league. Uh, I believe in his talent. He's getting his money. That's all there is to it. I mean, if you didn't want to pay him, we're talking about an, uh, the most rockiest quarterback free agent and trade season we've probably ever had in recent memory. I, yeah. I Maybe. think that there was some team out there that probably would have given them the Cardinals uh, King's ransom for well, it. Given uh, the- all right. Given them, given them, given him a contract similar to this, or or the Watson one. Now this is, oh, you know what? What last thing I'll add is, this is interesting in terms of the Watson contract because he didn't get the whole thing guaranteed. So maybe Watson didn't break the market too much. Maybe Kyler gave a little here, or should I say Kyler's agent? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting okay. turn of events. I believe in the talent. I think he's a great quarterback. We'll see if the head coach can stick it out for another year or two and yeah win some playoff games i i i don't know i was all in on kyler last year and he kind of let me down so i'm kind of mer you know like i <laughs> i don't know i think he's i think he's above average but not anything better than that well i don't think he did himself any favors in terms of public opinion kind of it, it seemed whiny I'm gonna throw that word out there. I, oh yeah, I did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not jumping off the wagon or what have you. I'm just. I'm pointing out a fact. It did seem a little prima donna or however you want to put it. So there's that. I'm but a it, big baby that and baby wants money. Yeah, well, so is Aaron Rodgers. He's like the queen of it. Hey, speaking of Brett Favre, he's the queen of it also. Uh, you know, so as far as a diva, I guess a diva can be male. King of it, whatever. And so the a diva. And the, good. And both those guys are Hall of Famers. So, you know, again, I believe the talent's there. Uh, it just wasn't good optics as far as his mini, sure. hold, mini holdout, if you want to call it that. I, I think it was more of his tactics of going about doing it. And, yeah, the whole Twitter. You know what? Maybe it's just the way we need to kind of like prepare us, brace ourselves for and the, for the next generation one. of yep. how, how yep. they're going to go about doing it versus... You know, some guys doing it more versus an Aaron Rodgers or a Jim Kelly or whomever else in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So on with the news. Keep, I'm sorry. Keep keep going. No, it was good. Though. It was good. Good interlude. We needed to touch base on that. Uh, and you cut me off at a perfect time too. I was like <gasps> mid breath. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo is officially given permission to seek a trade. Pretty significant there. Uh, so we may have some more dominoes to fall. Uh, Kyle Rudolph signs with Tampa, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a little bit of good news. Raiders open training camp. Preseason's like two weeks away, dude. It's nuts. Yawn. It's nuts. Yawn. You're such a wet blanket. Speaking of being a boomer. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, sorry, I was just thinking about something. Preseason is very significant for player evaluation, which is more or less what fantasy is. That's how I look at it. 
Okay. Uh, what, did you have anything else? That's all the news I got. That was six, huh? Mm -hmm. I can't count. Couple more. Um, quick. Chris, I like to call this episode the landmine players. Players that you could potentially step on and blow up your or draft and potentially blow up your team. Uh, mine are more top of the draft, like versus ADP centric, just because. I mean, the further down you, the later in drafts you get, the less of likely they're gonna actually torpedo your team. You know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, torpedo players. That's okay. nice. Anyways, um, Chris, why don't you? St I started off last week. Why don't you start off this week? I would bl gladly yeah. start. I'm just having a little trouble with it. Just in case anything crazy goes on in chat, I can't even see it. Now I can see it. Um, I can first see on it. the list, I've got. Oh, do you, can you could? Um, Alvin Kamara. So uh, let's get his ADP out of the way. Uh, he's ADP eighteen. I, wait now, wait now, wait just a second. Here. <laughs> I texted uh -oh. you. I texted you earlier uh -oh. this week, and I was like, "Is CMC a little too obvious?" And you're like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "Fair enough. I don't <laughs> like you, but fair enough." I think this. I think this one falls into that category. But go ahead. <laughs> I think there's a. I think CMC is a cut and dry injury thing. I think there's a little more, less dry and cut. With Camaro, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little more uh, uncut and wet. Oh, this is went down. Oh no! Oh no! That, right. that was not planned, and I edit. said it. And the second I said it, I regretted it. Edit stream, stream producer, edit that out on the fly, please, with our three to five second delay. And anyway, Josh is canceling himself. Um, uh, so Alvin Kamara's ADP is eighteen. So you're talking what uh, mid second. Uh, he is the, he is the, can I, can I pause you for a second? Oh, Sorry, and I did use fantasy up. pros, uh, fantasy pros have ah. point PPR. I did do that okay. this week. So that was my question. Go ahead. We right should be on the mind. same page. Uh, ADP 18 again, mid second round pick, uh, RB 11. So still on RB one. Uh, no, thanks. As basically how I feel. Uh, he lost his QB a couple years ago. Granted, uh, he lost his head coach and primary pay, play caller this year, this off season, uh, Sean Payton. Uh, he lost Teron Armstead, uh, and as far as I am concerned, and it's been this way for a handful of years, dude, the Saints have been elite running to the left, and I'm pretty sure Armstead was a left tackle. Um, Are I you did... trying to say that everything is to the to the left, to the left, everything they run is to the left? I've just seen too many uh, either zone stretches or misdirections that end up on the left, and just it seems like a huh. open highway <laughs> behind the likes of Teron Armstead. Uh, and we all know Saints have been an elite running team for a few years. Uh, Saint uh, for uh, Sean Payton's last few years there. Um, yeah, I uh, got that out of the way. Excuse me. And of course, you know his legal troubles. I mean, just I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a, a moral. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm a moral person, but I'm not one to judge somebody else's morals. He's probably You're looking not at some high-priced city lawyer, right? He's probably looking at six games. If you can negotiate down to four, I think we're still in the same kind of ballpark here. So let's kind of push past that since, again, we're not lawyers uh -huh. and whatnot. Um, I am. Uh, there's another player uh, that I'll have on my list tonight that this pertains to, uh, this next kind of stat here. Uh, he's never gained over – this is always thrown in my face when I go pro Camara. He's never gained over 1,000 rushing yards in his entire career. And he's never played a full season except, except his first year, in which he was more of the 1B to Mark Ingram and company. So, yes, he caught the crap out of the ball as year one, but I, I'm just saying he wasn't getting the carries he was in his first year, and he happened to play all 16 games that year. Other than that, he's never played a full season. 
Um, so for me, he's an RB. He is not an RB one in 2022. There is no way. So you start talking about more like a third or fourth round pick and more like an RB, uh, about 20, 18, maybe we can do business. But other than that, I, I'm, he's going first on my list of players to avoid. Okay. Um, are you kind of done? I don't want to interrupt you again because I do have a question. I'm all finished up. Go right ahead. Okay. So here's some, and I did this with all my players. So here's a, here's some guys going after Alvin Kamara right now that maybe you would want. Uh, let me find Alvin Kamara here again. Sorry, I lost him. There he is. You're fine. Wait, no. Mm -hmm. Wait, where was he going in ADP? Sorry, I can't. 18, I, I believe. Uh, overall, uh, you know. So. 17, I see now, but that's okay. Cool. Uh, here's guys going after him CD, Debo, Aaron Jones, Tyree Kill. You're not taking a quarterback. Uh, a lot of Mark receivers. Andrews. Seiko and Barkley. Any of those? Any of those guys are not taking over Alvin Kamara. CD Lamb, Maybe Debo Samuel, Aaron Maybe. Jones. Oh yeah, definitely taking Aaron Jones. Um, um, Tyreek Hill, John, maybe, uh, no, maybe, John maybe not Hill, but other than that, it's pretty much a slam dunk. Maybe, uh, that other questionable running back Barkley at the end there was kind of like, uh, he's got some, he's got some, uh, I mean, every player has some question lumps. marks. Yeah, exactly. Well, the 101 has question marks, folks. I'm just saying that's getting towards that area. How dare you dismerch <laughs> the name of Jonathan Taylor? If there's no negatives against a player, you should be worried. <laughs> that it's going to blow up in your face. Or should I say my face? Because that's how it usually works out for me. In your che face. Cheers. You know, okay. a side note, I am awful about switching scenes when it's just me talking. I never remember to do it. I guess because I'm the one that's, talking. You secretly hate yourself. <laughs> I just keep it on your face the whole time and be like, I just run the stream from behind and in a disembodied voice occasionally speaking wisdom. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my first next? player is Devo Samuel. He is going at 19 overall, and he still is from when I wrote this. Uh, oh, uh, his wide receiver seven off the board. And let's just get the elephant out of the room here with Devo Samuel. No one knows what Trey Lance is going to bring to the table for the 49ers. They've already, as you alluded to just a few minutes ago, that the, the 49ers have given the okie dokie for Jimmy G to yeah. take a trade. Yeah. That means, to, that, that means to me that they are all aboard the, the Lance train and they're going to go full speed ahead with him. The Lance Lance? Lance on the horse? Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that does say something about Trey Lance is that they've obviously seen something in preseason workouts and OTAs and mini camps and whatever that they're comfortable with moving forward with Trey Lance. I mean, it could be a front office move, and they're like, okay, we traded up for a third round and gave up for third overall pick for this guy. Time to start him. Um, I, th I think I think that the organization knows what they're doing, so, you know, maybe. But not to get too far off track here, um, uh, the 49ers drafted him in the quarterback of, you know, of the season, sat most of last year, played in three games last year. Uh, he... He finished one game for Jimmy G and started another two for him because of Jimmy G's kind of injuries throughout the year. And those two and a half games, we're just going to call them two and a half games. Um, he averaged 239.2 passing yards, 1.6 touchdowns. This is through the air. 64 rushing uh, yards per game. No rushing touchdowns, I believe, since I didn't write it down. Or if you do the math for all that, about 15 fantasy points per game. That ain't all that great, Chris. 
Right. Not at all that great. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you take it and you bump it up by, you know, a third, so 33% increase, that's only 18 points a game. And that's still not like elite level quarterbacking right there. Your elite quarterbacks are usually going somewhere around 19 plus game points per game, if not more than if not more than 20 points per game. You know, mm -hmm. on average, of course. Mm -hmm. um, that's the per game thing. But um, and here's the thing too. George Kittle might become Trey Lance's favorite target, assuming Kittle's health. Maybe it's going to be, maybe the hype around Brandon Ayuk is real too. It, I mean, I don't believe that one for at all, but yeah, yeah I'm just, I'm agree. Agree. I'm just saying, here's another thing too. Debo has never had a season where he didn't miss a game. Granted two out of his first three years have, he only missed one game, but you know, just saying, and in his sophomore year, he missed, uh, let me see here, nine games. Is this a one year anomaly perhaps, but you know, maybe a little, you know, dings and, and whatever thing. Yeah. A little, uh, I feel like a, he, I feel I, like he was dinged up coming in out of college. Don't, don't quote me on that, but I, I feel pretty strongly that about sounds that. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing too. Is Debo, uh, Debo is still not planning on participating in team activities until he gets an extension or a trade. And most likely it's a trade is what he wants. Historically, guys who hold out throughout the offseason preseason are, are like are more likely to get injured in the, in the regular season. That it's, brings it, some big old happened. question marks. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing. What if what if Debo does get traded right before the season starts or even if it makes it into week one? And then he gets traded, which has happened in the past. It's pretty rare, but it has happened. Now he has to move teams, get familiar with a quarterback, a new playbook, new head coaching and all that. And now, and, and when he gets to that new team, what if him and his light and his quarterback are light years apart as far as chemistry wise? I know, I don't think that's going to be the case, but I'm just saying this is a lot of question marks for a guy who's going, what did I say? 19 overall. Hey, I gotta say, man, I'm probably staying away from Debo in redrafts this year. Having said that, he's on my dynasty squad, and I'm gonna cry by the end of this episode because we're gonna throw some hate on my dynasty squad here. Yeah, nine, 19 overall is a wide receiver seven. I'm a little so he's potentially your what gonna be your wide receiver okay. one that you're gonna draft. You know, I, I, like, hate to, I, I hate to throw out more similar names, but I can't help but notice that. Uh, 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 excuse me. Debo and uh, my guy was in the same ballpark, Camara. Mm -hmm. Two different positions. Mm -hmm. So here's guys going after Debo that I would rather have: Aaron okay. Jones, Mark Mark Andrews, Saquon, Mike Evans, Keenan mm. Allen, T. Higgins, David Montgomery, CD? Zeke, C Zeke. I might actually Zeke's do the same. Uh, what about CD? CD is ahead of him in ADP, I believe. Oh, right. No, but so you 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 agree with the ADP there? Okay. Um. Yeah. Yep. Now you answered my question with that run of run of names. That was that was great. Jalen yeah. Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Or Debo. No. Debo. Um. Waddle's like three rounds, know. two rounds later though. Is he though? I've got yeah. him at a. ADP 39, wide receiver 14. So he's 20 picks later. What ADP? That's I swear, when have, you I switch guess. between overall and position, there's there's discrepancies on the... I've got him at 14.7 ADP, a wide receiver 13. Half, half PPR, looking at it right now. Jalen Waddle. Wide receiver 13, overall 39. 
39 overall. Wide what is this 14. column they have average out here to the far? I'm sorry to get to do this on live on stream. That is the I average. That is the average between the four um, sites that they took the ADPs from. The, so they took ADP from Yahoo, Fantrax, FFC, whatever that is, and Sleeper. And then they average out those average. But the overall column those. is what you want. Hmm. That's yeah, my confusion. Sort of. That's why Jalen Water, but Jalen Water was a fairly decent question otherwise. But yeah, it was it was separated by a good half round or so, or if not more. Continue. Round my apologies. Half, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was kind of about it on on Debo. I just, dude, I don't know. I think I'd rather have Kittle. And I'm sorry, I forgot where he was going. Like he's maybe in not like Kittle or Saquon or... for me, but I'm high on Aaron Jones. I don't know about CD there, but. I, 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 is at one I think, spot higher I think we're in for a big season from Zeke, despite all the questions. Yeah, no, I like that list of names. I, I think I feel similar about Debo that I do uh, kind of Camara. Just a lot of a lot of worries there. Yeah, I think I'm uh, up next. One, yeah, one real quick. One guy mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I wanted to make my list, but he's so far down in ADP or far enough down that everyone is talking up Tony Pollard and. I think that's a landmine right there. I think some people are going to pick him as like, they're like, oh man, this is going to be my diamond in the rough, my ticket to freedom. He's going as RB31 and 85th overall. So it's just like, you know, I'm like, that's far enough down that I'm like, I don't know if that's really a landmine, you know, but I just, yeah. I like, I think, but I it's think not free. Pollard's, it's not free no. by any means. No, but I think Pollard's going to start rising enough that it's going to be like, man. Uh, I mean, you guys are, you guys are playing with fire there. Clearly, I'm biased, but I will say I'm not as in love with him in redraft as I am in dynasty for obvious reasons. And hey, he, I think he's on his last contract last year, this year or next. Oh, I think it's uh, this. Let's push on. I don't know off the top of my head, but it, it's let's push close. on with it with your next guy because we're 22 minutes in already. There you go. Uh, I've got Leonard Fournette. Big surprise. Oh wow! Big fat little from that. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> it's on Josh's. Jesus on Josh's change. Okay, so squad, so going. So to, I hate him. I've got uh, RB fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ADP. Wow, you're, we're really gonna we're really just gonna poke holes in my dynasty team. <laughs> right, right, right. It was not a purpose, folks. It was it was it was uh, ADP. I know, I know, I know. Driven. Um, so uh, ADP, uh, call it twenty five. So right at the end of the second. Uh, ish, mm -hmm. I have 24 on on the notes. Uh, RB 14. Um, immediately, I'm like, I just I can't picture him as an RB one. But let me continue here. Uh, remember Kamara earlier? Never has he played a complete season. Leonard Fournette, that is, and uh, but he has had a thousand rushing yards. I'm pretty sure. So there's that. Oh yeah. With oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Fournette. Think, I mean, it wasn't too. Fournette. It was uh, Connor. Connor was the uh, simile there uh, with Kamara. I'll I'll get to that later. Teaser. Um, Another guy on my dynasty squad. Did you just go down my roster and be like, <laughs> I hate that guy and that guy and screw Josh and yeah, that guy I, too, I'm, I'm and pretty, pretty sure I go through I'll, a lot of I go through a lot of things in life and think I hate Josh, I hate Josh, I hate Josh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, you know what, man? I'm I'm just I'm just so I'm, I'm just so happy you think about me that often. Exactly. Um, but no, <laughs> let me continue here. Um, as I'm sure I'm addressing, addressing the elephant in the room, if you will, uh, he reported Is at that camp. Is that a fat joke? Yeah, no, no. He reported <laughs> he, he reported to camp at uh, over 200. Oh, you're talking, 
I was talking about me, but uh, no, yeah, I'm talking about also Leonard also a big fat Leonard Fournette. Uh, he reported to camp uh, over 250 pounds, I believe, is the uh, uh, report. I don't have it Just the like article me. in front of me. I could get it real quick, actually. Um, don't so, worry about it. exactly. Um, I'm not convinced he's going to get 80 plus targets again, which he has gotten twice in his career. Believe it or not, 84 was not his career high last year. He got 100 targets back in 2019. One of those years bananas. Where, he, where he played a bunch of games. Not all of them, but he played a bunch, and he also ran for over a 1,000 yards. So that was with uh, Jacksonville, a uh, reminder for folks. Um, going back to the targets, don't get me wrong. This is the area where I do become a fan of Leonard Fournette. This is the area where I'm like, he has clear value. And, hey, it's not like he's an awful runner either, but in particularly what he's done in the air, in particularly with – uh, the GOAT, uh, and in particularly with Tampa and how they're going to do things. They're going to throw a ton. Uh, it's not that they don't want to run, and hey, statistically speaking, they probably will regress back towards the run a little. I just don't think Leonard Fournette has the age or the body to, 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 to sustain that because of all the miles on his bad ankles. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the uh, or are uh, they Or are they cankles at this point? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I know I won't get him as an RB. Uh, I don't know. Low end. What would that be? As an RB. Th- yeah, th- uh, the end low of the end RB two. beginning of the third. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just going positionally first. Uh, I know I won't get him as a low end RB two or uh, clearly a, a high end RB three. But, you know, I, I do like what he does through the air. I like what he does in pass protection. I know Tom. Brady trusts him. He'll be on the field. I just have injury worries. Not to mention the drafting of, can't remember his name. I think it's the White. Rashad White. White, yes, thank you. Rashad, oddly spelled White. Um, him. Rashad. Um, uh, so, you know, the door is open for somebody to take some work away from a guy that, again, he's reporting to camp a little big. It's July, folks. It's mid-July. It's not even mid-July. It's 20, 20th or 21st, whatever it is. Yep, literally the 21st. So that's where I'm at on Mr. Leonard Fournette, and I completely... No, hey, I remember to switch scenes that time. Woohoo! You know, when you were trolling me with that news report in our Dynasty League chat, <laughs> I was secretly like, I'm really glad I grabbed Rashad White. Oh, I didn't share a bit of news today. Dang it, I'll get around to it before I go to bed. What is it? Just the stuff we talked about. A couple of pieces of news that are worthy sharing in the Discord, and I didn't get around to it. In particularly, Kyler's contract. Oh, I thought you meant at the beginning of the show. Just sorry, thinking I'm out loud. Tired. Sorry. No, I'm just thinking out loud. That's my bad. Okay. My <laughs> next guy is, and, and I swear not, not all of my guys are, I started with a wide receiver, but my guys are not all running backs. Um, Antonio Gibson is my next guy. He's ADP 31 overall, and going off the board is RB 16. That is, so at the big, that's towards the end of the third, and it's RB 16. I think we touched on Antonio Gibson before, and I think I'm out, man. Um, Gibson loses work to McKissick in the receiving mm-hmm. game, and there's rumors, granted it's rumors, that he's going to lose short yards work to Brian Robinson. Um, so does that mean that Antonio Gibson's the between-the-20s guy who only gets work on first and second down? I mean, maybe the post-hype hate for Gibson is probably a little unwarranted, but at the same time... I don't know, man. You're now you have two guys that are potentially eating into his work. Even if it's just, even if it's just, um, sometimes it's McKissick in the receiving game, and then another time, and you know Gibson's still getting short yardage work, or it's um, 
Gibson's getting some receiving work, but then it's Brian uh, uh, jo- Robinson. I almost said Johnson. It's, uh, and then it's Brian Robinson. I mean, like, that's that's still two guys eating into his workload, man. Like for a guy mm-hmm. that's going in the third round, I'm sorry, I, I'm not in on that. You know, like, and which is weird because Ron Rivera at times has used dual backs and everything. But he's never, if memory serves correct, he's never really done like a three-headed monster or a true like running back committee. But uh, he was you know, the he thing. was one of the pioneers, and it was an awful one with uh, D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart in Carolina. Well, like I, I, that's one. That's why I was referencing the duo. But it never, he's never gone no, no, branched out no. to like really yeah, three. That's yeah, that's fair. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. yep. this is the guy who also capitalized the best out of CMC, if memory serves correct. So. Hey, that's that's that, that's a good thing to mention in his last year with uh, uh, Carolina. Carolina, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I've kind I of mean, it was that. it was a it was an awful year for the team overall, but you know, and CMC some, was and, freaking amazing. Yeah, and sometimes the player just outweighs the coach's kind of tendencies. For sure, or, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, here's the thing about, and if you're really that wor- worried about Brian Robinson, here's the thing to remember. And if he's really going to be short yards, that's probably all he's going to be good at. He wasn't really that great of a running back in college outside of his super senior year, but that would be his fifth year in college at Alabama. Granted, he was all at Alabama, but the fact that he was never the guy that rose to the top of the depth chart outside of his last, last year, mm-hmm. it's a little, it makes me a little suspect about his overall talent. Um, you know, a lot of this is baked. A lot of these things that I'm talking about is baked in Antonio and Gibson's uh, ADP at the moment. Because if you remember, Gibson was going, what, like the beginning of the second last year? I could look it up, but I'm just going off. It got ugly. Memory. It got ugly. I remember that. It got ugly. And, like, and, you know, he it. he finished as, he finished as what, RB10 overall? If I was, yep, RB10 and half PPR. Yeah, it's a, but you it got to remind folks it was, of that, though ugly getting there though it was ugly it was it was frustrating and it was ugly and he just Chris, doesn't... Here's a... go ahead go ahead go ahead no i'm no, just saying ahead, and he doesn't look like the body type that's gonna have a long sustained career either if you'd want to talk big picture nor is his running style yes exactly either. yep he's a very upright runner he's a very cordero think, patterson sort I of i think guy. peterson and dickerson to invoke some old school names peterson and dickerson are the exceptions to the rule that well and i guess jim brown but whatever Continue. My bad. <laughs> uh, here's a weird stat, though, and this is this is something that if you're anti this take, this is a stat to take away from this. Mm. Gibson had four games last year with more than four targets. In those four games, he had an 84% catch rate. So why does Ron Rivera not, not utilize him, not him more? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like, and it was, it was more than four targets. He was catch, like I said, he was catching 84% of them, but some of them are like seven, eight targets. And he was getting like 60, 70 receiving yards too. It's just, it's so weird. Like I get that. And I, and I, and I'm sure it's probably JD McKissick is a better run or is better pass blocker. And that's gotta be it. You know, do a little pass chip block, block, and, then, block and then do a little wheel or both. Well, both. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's more pass blocker and that's why he's in because on passing what, downs. Because what you said about his catch percent and whatnot and the games. Yeah. He's actually gotten a painful. I, I think that's what it is. That's frustrating. Um, Here's some guys I'd rather have than Gibson, and we've touched on a couple of them already. Zeke, James Conner. I yeah. know you don't like Conner, but... You're, you're, yeah, you're more or less stealing my thunder. I was going down the list. Okay, so Zeke, I think me and you're on the Pitts. same page there. I, may, maybe Pitts, maybe. I'm not on Pitts Jacobs. this year, but... Josh Jacobs. Because the, the list is... Yeah, kind of what's what I thought. 
I'm probably I don't going. Like, I, considering I just included Jacobs in the previous show of guys we like based yeah. on ADP, I'm clearly going Jacobs there. But it's again that list is getting short. We're 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 eliminating guys, and that's what you do. That's what you do this time of year, or should I say, also August, but mm -hmm. or literally in mm -hmm. September or, or early September, you uh, you pick them, you eliminate them. All right, back around to me. Brack around, yeah. Brack around to me. Let's change wah, 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 wah. gears. Let's change gear. Uh, you know what? Let's let's hit on Connor real quick because let's just get these RBs out of the way because I went a little RB heavy too as we are again. Yeah, well they're more important. Than I knew you would. There's there's just you gotta you gotta figure these guys out. All right, um, ADP probably got it wrong. Uh, no, yeah, thirty fourth overall. Just say the guy's name. James Connor, 34th overall, oh, oh, RB19. Sorry, you said that. Did I? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> as I will remind folks again, never had over 1,000 yards, never played a full season. Literally never played a full season. Uh, Literally. That's yeah. not true. That's true. He's never played a full season. Oh, okay. Clarify it while I'm yapping away. Trying to prove Chris wrong. As furiously trying to prove you wrong. As furiously. I remember, as I remember to change scenes. Keep going. Uh, he also posted his second highest carry total ever last year. I think the previous high was his year two or year three? Year two, I think. Um, and that's significant in terms of, you know, it's not like he's... He's shown us what he can be in terms of missing games. He uh, just... To get your second highest career carries it's just it's a statistical nominee of a season not to mention the touchdowns surely i included that here yes 18 touchdowns 15 rushing three receiving there's no way he comes close to that in 2022 furthermore i You're bet probably we, right chris but don't we, call me shirley that statistical regression is looming shirley <laughs> so uh you know name is not shirley I, I i would be i would love to be sitting in a room with 10 10 fantasy uh, just average joes or gurus i don't care and be like hey do you think we've seen james connor's best season ever yes yes we've seen his best season ever and it took just a perfect situation with a hurt running back in front of him and a high volume offense one of the highest except for tampa i believe so high, if, my, man. if my memory serves correct uh they're very high volume offense second only to tampa but i might be wrong it might have been dallas those three were really high so i'm willing to bet uh, well that was it basically yep that's, just like me dog yeah so high. Again, you know, like RB19, I just, I, almost like a half round or, or, or several picks, like low-end RB2, I might be more willing to take the chance because that list is getting peaked. <laughs> it's getting bad. I mean, I'm Brees Hall. Who's the guy that, who's Zeke, the guy that Arizona Jacobs drafted behind James Conner? When Conner was drafted? They drafted an RB. No, 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 no. This year, this year, this year. Ooh. Arizona drafted a running back, and I can't remember who Ingram, it was. Ingram, I think. Not Ingram. Uh, I can read it. I can't believe I didn't put him in my uh, notes. Confused dog face? Yeah, right. I meant to include each uh, positional battle, if you will, and I, I, I failed. Um, Keontae Ingram. Keontae Ingram with a K and a U. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Anyways, I don't know. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, James Conner. We know what he is. He's pretty pedestrian. Yep, yeah, you're looking Keontae for him Ingram. to get some touchdowns. Is that what it is? Yep, Keontae Ingram. I was right. Oh, a guy that I don't care about. Daryl, but here's the thing. Daryl Williams is behind him. That's the other one. You're, Veteran, yep. 
Daryl Williams. And who was pretty good for who was pretty good for Kansas City last year? Oh my god, they made a Donald Trump. Hey coin. man, if you're no. one of the if you're one of the no. tied, if you I'm sorry, what? They made a Donald Trump coin. Oh, you're so getting me off track. Um, if you're one sorry, of those type, it's, it's an ad that was popped up on the side of the If website. you're one of those type of people, which I definitely tend to be, that believe in investing in a running back in a really good offense, hey man, I believe it. Okay, Josh might have some misgivings about Kyler, but uh, generally, most folks believe in the Arizona offense is going to put up a I, lot I, of I plays. Just... You haven't you haven't gone off the rails with him. No, uh, he, I, I'm just I'm just a little bit I mean, like I don't hate Kyler. I'm just mm -hmm. I just don't know if he's the bee's knees. I'd rather have uh, if in, in NFL terms, I'd rather have Joe Burrow. I'd rather have uh, uh, Justin Herbert for sure. I'd rather have so, Russell. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather not go in there. Um, I'd rather yeah. have Dak. You know, just saying, man. I just yeah. like that. That right there makes him. And then right if some now, people say Tom Dak. Brady, you know, right. so therefore he's not even in the top six. I said he might be heading towards the top five. The Dak one's you know, tough just, for me. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like right now, just, I'll take it's Dak. It's not that I anyway. hate Kyler. It's just that uh, it's quick, just quick. that I'm. Another you know. quick interlude into Keontae Ingram. It's it's very brief. He was more of a guy who couldn't afford uh, avoid. Excuse me, avoid a afford? a committee. Um, uh, refresher. He started at the University of Texas, ended up at USC. Thank uh, you. Great catcher of the football in terms of 29, 27, 22 catch seasons. Um, but and that's and that's, and, that's pretty good in college. And a Just great average on the ground. However, never gone over a thousand yards again because of usage and committee and four like student. That. You know, dean's list. Oh, really? You, know, you just uh, made that up, didn't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I did. What the heck, man? <laughs> No, so that's the long and short account to Ingram. So competition, you know, there there's also competition in the way there with. Uh, it's with not gonna James be. Connor. He's not gonna get seventy five percent of job. the carries anyway. It's Connor's job. Let me be clear, but the, the, but he's still not gonna be the eighty percent workload guy anyway. I, so yeah, and I also think that ADP of thirty four. There's a little bit of this baked into that, but gosh, man, I think I, people. I, I, I think want people a better deal. That. I want a better deal on Connor. That's oh. that that's RB two territory, and I just I, I think he I think he's gonna fall off a cliff. All right, my next guy is a running back, and this is – I don't have a lot written down on him because it's purely based on one thing and one thing alone. And by the when I say his name, you're going to be like, well, of course. You didn't let me do CMC, so I'm going to do Cam Akers. Well, of course. Uh, <laughs> Just to get that out of the way. <laughs> well, of course. Um, ADP 30, 33rd overall, so that's the beginning – the very – that's the end of the third round. Um, RB 17 or 17 RB 18 overall get 17 from. Um, and as everyone knows, he tore his Achilles. He was, and this isn't based on what he was doing last year at the end of the season, which was not being effective whatsoever for the Rams. It's, and he didn't look good doing it either. It's more based on historical facts of mm. the his. Let me put it this way. The history of players who have, have torn their Achilles statistically and just career wise. It's a torpedo to their career. I looked up some, I looked up some guys and I didn't write them down because it, it was a bunch of people that I've never heard of before who had torn their Achilles, they're torn their Achilles and went on to have a couple of more relevant seasons in their career. Some of them were defensive players. That's why I didn't write them down. But um, it was just, there wasn't, there was a very, very, very short list of people who have done it. The only person I could think of who had a decent career or 
a longer career than most after tearing their Achilles was Jimmy Graham. And that dude was not the same after he did it. Because remember, no. it happened no. It happened about half a season after he went to Seattle, I think. He had that one nice season with, I think it was Chicago. And, you know, again. No, it was, it, was in, it was in Seattle. We talked about it last week, and Seattle, I said Chicago. It was did. actually Seattle. Oh, you said you corrected me to Chicago, but it was Seattle. Okay. Um, yeah. So he had that kind of spike because uh, he caught double-digit touchdowns, 10, I believe, if not 12. Um, uh, something like that. And he's a big guy. We can't forget that. He's still spry for a big guy even after losing a step, but he's not the Jimmy Graham of old, which was, you know, no. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just not the, it's not the same. Or should I say he was not the same? Yeah, and and this is based on, you know, like I said, is historically people do not bounce back from this injury whatsoever. Now, I'm not saying that Cam Akers can't be the guy who broke through, who breaks through and comes back and is pretty, you know, 85, 90% he was he once was, you know. It's just he didn't look good last year. He has competition in uh in Daryl Henderson, who was a little lackluster for what he did last year. He also dealt with some injuries and probably will again this year. But I don't think they're going to give K-Makers the, the keys to the, the running back room. And rooms don't have keys that you put in the ignition. <laughs> I was half and turned to watch your facial expression and your little whatever you want to call that. Because I, I, I was like, I was like the joke. keys to the car, but I said room, and I was like, ah, See, I went think off I, the rails quick. I think I, I broke my brain. <laughs> I think I subconsciously heard you, and you kind of ninja broke my brain too. Continue, please. <laughs> um, I, I should not have. I'm going to edit all this out, and so therefore, <laughs> whoever's listening is going to be their brains are going to be broken too, and they're going to be like, who's but, ever, who's but, ever but you can't drive a room. You don't drive rooms around. Yeah. Yeah, who's ever listening? But at the watching? same time, rooms have doors that can lock, too. I don't get it. Um, this, is, this is a reminder, folks, to like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends about <laughs> us. Come on, guys. I'm trying to drum it up. Um. Anyways, what do you, how do you feel about Cam Akers, man? Like, I'm out. I'm out. It just... Achilles alone. Third round. St st still third round, you know? Like... It's just... It's, dude, that's my top... Probably RB2. The top two RB. In my in my lineup, and no, I'm not okay with that. I Usually understand that's the way it goes. I understand like, we're poking for, holes. For my drafts. Yeah, yeah, I understand we're poking holes in Camaras and uh, clearly CMCs, as we we mentioned, low hanging fruit and whatnot. But I just you got it, you got it, you got to split these hairs, man. You gotta you gotta push this guy down. No, I'm I'm out. Chris, I gotta start. I gotta start writing these questions down. But I saw this. I, we talked about it last week. A question I saw on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I saw a question on Twitter today uh, while I was training, and I have a lot of spare time to screw around on my phone. Um. So Jonathan Taylor's your 101. Who's your 102? Right now. I think it was. I think it was in full PPR. I'm pulling up ADP just because I, I don't. I guess I don't know in July off the top of my head. It's like CMC, Derrick Henry, or um, Eckler. I, I don't, don't even like Eckler there. Me and you love Eckler. Don't get me wrong. I just maybe it's a big the one hundred two. There is zero value in that. There is negative yeah. value in Eckler going to one hundred two, <sighs> even in your, a, a full PPR. To answer your question, I very strongly com I'm going to consider receiver, which would be uh, Cup, Jefferson, Chase. But I, I might put Najee up there. I know it sounds gross given his it's full PPR though. So that's not a bad, that's not a bad take right there. 
Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I just game. I just have to. If he had a better lower. quarterback, I would probably yeah. go Najee. Yep. yep. Uh, clearly, clearly, me too. Uh, yeah. My 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 immediate answer was full PPR Cooper Cup. Like, that's why I threw out the receiver first. And, and, and Justin and, Jefferson, and, I love him so much. Yeah, this I mean, year, I'm not going to I'm not going to go crazy for somebody having somebody else at their wide receiver one is what I was getting at. Even though I named him first, I might have Chase. No one's. I might have Chase in my WR one. Two boom busts for me. Uh, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So. I don't. I don't have to put rankings out yet. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're we're feeling them out here. In, in uh, speaking uh, of which, next week is our ranking show, and Chris is way behind. Uh oh. Oh, it is next week, isn't it? We made these plans. Like no, it's not. I, I just oh. made that up. Oh gosh, darn it! <laughs> I was like, did we make some plans? <laughs> I, I forgot about. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did give me. Anyways, you, you uh, wait, who's up? your next guy, man? My next guy, I finished up with that RB. So I've only got one guy left, right? Yes. Uh, no, two, have... no, two guys. Two guys. Receiver. All right. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Um, you know. Oh! I know. I know. I really believe in it. I, I really want to believe in the My talent. My next guy is also Jalen Waddle. All right. Well, we'll do a little bit of uh, you than me. Uh, Tag team on it. Yeah. Yeah. Growth. Anyway. <laughs> uh, ADP. Is that gross? Have you ever watched? Tag team match. I don't like professional wrestling, but if there is a professional professional wrestling thing I want to watch, it's tag team. Freaking yeah. awesome! There you go. Okay, see, so he was one of the ones I was off on with that. Also, what Warren column other. So ADP thirty nine. As we're going on that overall column, uh, off fantasy pros half point PPR double check. I receive fourteen. I've got thirteen. Which to okay, me, whatever. The first thing I I'm see there argue. is I'm not going to argue about it. Of course, one pick uh, or one slot um is he is not my top rwr2 you know what i mean like i'm just like no i can't even that's borderline somebody's you know 11 or 12 10 or 11 or 12 wide receiver one mm -hmm. i'm like no no statistically it was great a an amazing rookie wide receiver year uh may i remind folks the only reason he was overshadowed was jamar chase as but but jamar yeah. chase was very boom bust he was. He was. Jalen Waddle averaged twelve point one fantasy points per game, mm. and he finished as the wide receiver sixteen as well. And Jamar Chase was like the wide receiver, like eleven or something. I don't. I can pull it up here. But despite him being a dynamic receiver, uh, Waddle that is, he was really an, an intermediate threat last year. He only yeah, averaged nine points. Was so yeah. surprising. So 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 the dish along with your. Uh, 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 Oh snap! Your your point about uh, consistency, uh, yeah, you're you're right, but it's almost like there was no boom, you know, with with yes, no bust, I guess, uh, for Mr. Waddle, except the beginning of the year. Before there was a little bit of both. Came on, yeah. So, but no, I'm a little worried about that, and I don't think that's Waddle's fault. I think that's Tua's fault. Um, so I think it's their offensive line's fault. Yeah, so I'm just I'm not okay with them at that at that area in the draft. Um, just, I'm just not. Uh, it, again, I may remind folks it was a rookie. Uh, I'm sorry, a historic rookie wide receiver season. There might be some statistical regression coming back his way. Uh, I mentioned Tua already. You know, I'm. I'm probably off the train. I'm probably off the train. I'm almost getting there. Yeah, I'm kind of bearing the lead, but uh, I'm okay. almost off the Tua train. Uh, I just think that 9.8 yards per reception from Waddle is a clear indication of what Tua's game is suited for. And then, of course, I the the elephant in the room is Tyron Tyron Smith. I'm um, Tyron Smith. 
Ty Hill, the receiver that came over from Kansas City in, in the, I guess, trade technically, right? Yeah. Trade and signed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's he's there. So the fact that th this, this is probably going to lower, but gosh, man. I can't do it. Cannot do it at that area of the draft. Too many guys I like better than him. Deontay Johnson, just right off the bat. I know the quarterback situation. I get it, but just a target magnet. DK Metcalf, they may still end up with uh, Jimmy G. But you, last week, would you, you take, didn't like Metcalf. Would, would you Jimmy take G. Metcalf over Waddle with a Jimmy G in Seattle? I would uh, think I would still take DK Metcalf over Waddle. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying I'd take DK. So that's another name to put above him. Oh, no, no. I don't care whose quarterback is. I think I'd take DK Metcalf. What about Pittman or McLaren? Though. What about Pittman or McLaren? Same position. Same Mary of the draft. Or... Pittman, definitely. McLaren as well. Yeah, I kind of feel the but, same. But but it's closer. But it's closer. DJ Moore, I start to get worried. Who is not on my list? We'll talk We'll talk about DJ Moore in a, in a little bit. Evening, ZC. Let us, let us push on through the show. We can hey. take questions later. Hey. Nice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. All right. Um, here's, what, here's what else I have. Here's what else I have about. Wheels, um, Wheels is my answer. <laughs> about Waddle. There's still Mike Kosecki there. They they franchise tagged him. They still. Uh, they, uh, I already I already uh, alluded to their offensive line, which I was trying to look up here as far as PFF's rankings. But uh, I can help you out there. Um. They did not finish off well last year, and they did add Tyrant Taron Smith or Tyron Smith or whatever. Um, I just I don't know, man. There's a, here's the other thing, other thing that I've, I'm kind of worried about, and maybe this is to uh, against my point is that there's all this hype about Tyreek Hill being like two is two is but yeah, exactly. Dead last. Two has been a two has been or uh, uh, Tyreek Hill say two is a great quarterback and a good teammate. And, blah 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 but you don't what you don't hear is Jalen Waddle's like I've been learning a lot from Tyree Kill or um with Tyree Kill on the team uh, I I'll sh I should be open more or whatever did you just like Waddle seems to just kind of faded off into the ether you know it's been Tua and Tyree Kill and man that offense line yeah I know they they spent a draft pick on their offense line they got Terrence Smith from the Saints Teron Armstead Teron Armstead Sorry, sorry. That's fine. It's fine. I, um, I was saying, speaking of Kamara, he was up. He was in my analysis of Kamara. That that is important. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's, he's and tackle. he's one of the best. He's one of the best, the best tackles, tackles out the there, man. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, if not the best. But um, I don't know. And one guy can easily swing an offensive line, but usually it takes a great center as well. Um, he's not young. I don't know, man. He's older. I mean, that's that's to to be. Yeah, mentioned. but but look at Andrew Whitworth for the for the Rams. Like yeah, that dude was the anchor yeah. for them for the last five years and he, and he was 40 when he retired 40 yeah there, there's a guy i Anyways. like to listen to in cowboys verse that says once you learn to clip hold and something <laughs> you're like if you're good at that <laughs> you got a long career who would you rather who would you rather have and i know your answer on a couple of these mm -hmm. uh kittle or waddle kittle Pittman or waddle Pittman. Elijah Mitchell, Waddle, Waddle. I'm going Waddle. I think. Interesting. Yep. Brees Hall or Waddle? Brees Hall. Oh, I, I'm not getting Waddle Figuring there. I'm not getting Waddle there. Though. Uh, That's like fourth round. Etienne. Etienne. Oh, jeez. Etienne. Etienne. 
running back. Going running Terry back. Mc Terry McLaurin. 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 Okay. Here's the thing, like quick side note on Terry McLaurin. I was thinking about him the other day, and I was like, you know, Carson Wentz buoyed Michael Pittman hey, I'm to on be Pittman's a side. yeah. Mm -hmm. To be a, a wide receiver two and a high one at that, or mid to high wide receiver two last year. In a year where Carson Wentz wasn't that great. So maybe Carson Wentz goes to Washington and Terry McLaurin right there, man. I mean, uh, Pittman and McLaurin's games are completely different. McLaurin's more speed, mm -hmm. but, you know, he McLaurin has shown that he can also be a, like, you know, a route runner as well to a lesser extent, but still. Let's hope he doesn't um, fall off a cliff after getting paid like some players are wont to do. Looking at you, Chris. What? I didn't fall off a cliff. <laughs> All you right, you took the paint, you sold out, and you fell I off a cliff. That. I sold that. All right, I'm I'm up next. I got another receiver to close my list out, Mr. Michael Thomas. Uh, a little bit of a Saints theme here. I'm going to pile on with the Saints concerns. Uh, double down. I got some quick side, cliche. quick nice, quick side note on that. Mm -hmm. I think I loved Jameis Winston. I think he's going as a steal in drafts. I really like Jameis Winston. Um, best thing. I I'm and I think I mentioned this once or twice on the air. Uh, I, I'm kind of signing up for that a little bit, um, but that doesn't mean that Michael Thomas is worth what he is being drafted. Well, considering you're, he's going to start. I mean, granted, it's granted it's preseason, but still, mm -hmm. pop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I've got an ADP of sixty nine point eight. I meant nice. to do the math before. I have a very nice sixty nine point eight. A wide receiver nice. twenty six. That's dangerously close to wide receiver twenty four. Just, I'm out. No, yep. no, not spending that. Not making it my wide receiver, too. Uh, a, a couple reminders for folks at home. Uh, they obviously lost their play caller. Uh, he hasn't played for, but what, call it a year and a half, uh, Mr. Michael Thomas. Uh, they got a defensive-minded head coach, though they did retain Sean Payton's right-hand man, offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. Apparently, he's been his guy the whole time he's been in New Orleans. That's important to mention. I understand Sean Payton was the play caller, but Carmichael becomes the play caller and having been right next to Mr. Sean Payton the whole time. Um, some are saying they expect the Saints to throw more. I actually do agree here. So that's a little bit of pushback on my take. Um, I don't think statistically you can put up another season like that where they, uh, I think I've got it here, uh, Jameis averaged like 23 passing attempts per game. This is 2022, folks. It's just like they're going to throw more. And I think their offseason moves show everybody that, bringing in Jarvis Landry, drafting, uh, uh, moving up. And giving up what two first? Two first for Alave, if I recall correctly. Uh, obviously, and the one that they gave up this year to move up that they traded, you know, swapped, if you will. Anyway, I don't know um, if that's quite accurate, but whatever. I can't remember if it was two first. They had they, they had three overall picks in the first round, and I gave, think they gave up two to move up, and they still had a second one, which the, I think they maybe used it was on the defense. two being the one they swapped, and then the extra first. But I think it was yeah. another first, another first to get up, and that's significant. Um, anyway. Uh, so, like me. Again, a little bit of pushback on my take. I do expect them to throw more. However, uh, you know, there's nowhere to go to but up in terms of those stats. However, I don't think that necessarily means Michael Thomas is even the best receiver on the team at this point. You know, I don't I, think so. I'm not trying to jump on some ridiculous Alave bandwagon. Uh, but also Jarvis has Dude's been on good. A, Jarvis has been on a bad throwing team, if you want to call it that, in Cleveland for a couple years now. Like, I yeah. think he's still got something left to take. Again, I'm not saying he's the best receiver, not necessarily as Alave, but you know, I don't know, man. 
And Thomas was never the guy to win with speed and athleticism. So if he loses a step, which we would not be surprised, I mean, does he move inside now? Does it become a glorified tight? I don't know. I think the possibilities are out there. Um, I worry at age 29, not only are his best years behind him, clearly, if you look at his stats, it's impressive. I get it. But I think we've seen that, you know, I, I don't think he's ever going to top that. Um, yeah. Oh, and the, again, the elephant in the room. He's starting on the pup, as I mentioned earlier in tonight's news. So Was that no, a fat joke? What? God dang it. I, Call me an elephant. No, I just need a new a new way to refer to that, apparently. <laughs> um, so he's starting on the pup, folks. That's my spiel about Mr. Michael Thomas. And that's my... The correct answer is yes, that's avoid. a fat joke. No, no, it wasn't. No. I love doing that. People at work, they're like, I'm like, is that a fat joke? And they're like, no, not at all. I'm like, the correct answer is yes, I'm a fat ass. <laughs> How many? You got one guy left? Did you get five? I got one guy left. All right, we're really running an like hour. One and a half. If you can push too quick, we can forego the mock. Again, it's only July. Nobody. Chris, I lied to you. I have two guys left. Oh, really? How'd that because happen? I made one into two. Okay. Because well, I like to cheat. We'll go the double. And that would be the Raiders pass catchers of Darren Waller and oh, Devontae yeah. Adams. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, I was admittedly trying to shoehorn a tight end into this list because, you know, at some point a tight end is going to be going too high. And I probably should have done pits in hindsight. But I also don't really like all of these. Uh, I don't like all these Raiders pass catchers here. And I did. I did a little. Di uh, I did a little dive earlier tonight. Um, I mean, you can make the same argument for both of these guys. That's why I picked both of them. And I could easily be wrong. It's really Hunter Renfro, the one that you want to avoid. But and I know I've said this in the past. There was eleven games that Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller coexisted on the field last year. Three of those 11 games, they both scored more than 10 fantasy points in the same game. Only three of the 11. That's not very good. Now, that's not saying that Derek Carr can't spread the ball around. And he and, and I'm not saying that he hyper-targets one guy, which has been historically kind of a thing over the past few years. But I looked over the past five years of Derek Carr's career, and three of those past five years... His his highly his highest targeted player has been a tight end, and two, obviously two of those years were Darren Waller. The third year being Jared Cook, and the one and last year because Waller got hurt, it was Hunter Renfro. But way back five years ago, do you remember a little man named Michael Crabtree? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, how how five him. years? How five? How five years can really change the course of someone's career? Mm -hmm. Um. And 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 one of those years too, Mari Cooper was there, and he only spent six games with the Raiders. But if you project those six games out, Jared Cook was still going to be the target leader. So, I also when looking at this in 2017, Derek Carr actually spread the ball around pretty equally between Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Crabtree, and Jared Cook. Cook was still the the leader, I believe, or no, Crabtree was that year. Sorry. But here's the thing. Here's how they ended up that year in 2017. Crabtree was the wide receiver 29. Uh, Amari Cooper was the wide receiver 33. And Jared Cook was a tight end 13. Is that like rookie year, Cooper? Mm, you, don't, you don't have to look it up right now. Not just... cl uh, close to it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah. now, now, having said all that, Devontae Adams is even going, even uh, probably say. hitting. 
Devontae yeah. Adams is going to turn 30 this year, but he's probably a better wide receiver than all than any all of those, those guys. guys you just talked about. Yeah. Darren Waller is definitely a better tight end than uh, Jared Cook had ever dreamed of being. But I don't want to go to this too many mouths to feed adage probably for like the third time this this episode. And Derek Carr is, is probably a better passer now than he was back then. Uh, it just because of experience and wisdom and everything. I'm just like wide, two wide receiver threes and a tight end two. I don't know, man. So even if you make it two wide receiver twos and a tight end two, one, a low end tight end one, yikes. For all their ADPs, Waller going as 46 overall, tight end five. And Devontae Adams, 11th, so the end of the first round. I, wide I just, receiver four off the board. Yeah. No, thank you, man. I just, no, I thank just, you. I think the victim, uh, the victims. I think the the, the sufferers are Waller and uh, I'm sorry. I assume you're going Hunter Renfro, right? Like so, I think Adams. I think Adams is going to get his. I think so too. But is it is he going to be efficient enough for the targets he gets to be? the wide receiver four or even close yeah. to make let's even say the wide receiver eight you know um, that's still a that's still a second round pick you know is he gonna live up to that i don't know man i think he's still I gonna be a top seven know. guy wide receiver. you think so I think, he, I think he's still a top seven receiver i could see some pushback i mentioned shamar chase i'm whatever maybe i'm drinking the kool-aid however you want to put it do you, do you smell that i smell a snickers ice cream bar bet let's do it up seven that's, a, that's such an odd number i just i just i literally was going down adp debo's at seven we talked about him tonight we talked about cd and more of positive light hey there's a lot of questions he's never done it cd's never done it technically uh but i can't help but just i i, I could see somebody saying how about this Devontae's how about not this top Devontae three adams or, four, or cd i'll take cd you take Devontae adams i don't want to do that <laughs> i don't want to root against cd all right then I don't want to go to CD, dude. I gave up a first, or uh, I'm sorry, I gave up Kittle and Godwin to get him. Jeez, I'm invested. Um, let's think about it. That's not a bad. That, that okay. I, I like where your head's at on that. So here's some guys I would rather have. Yeah, we could go down over that list real quick. Sure. Over over Devonte Adams, Stefan Diggs, Nick Chubb, and CD Lamb. I hate when you go see multi positional. Uh, I probably disagree about C uh, Chubb. I've got some worries about him this year. That's fine. Here's some here's some guys I'd rather have than Waller. Brees Hall, Travis Etienne Jr., J.K. Dobbins. Uh, oh, yeah, you're out on DJ. Uh, on the flip side, you're very high on uh, going tight end early, and particularly Andrews, but you're out after the top three or four, so it's not surprised that you're going to be taking uh, a Brees Hall over Waller, etc. Yeah. Uh, and here's another guy I would take over Waller, DJ Moore. And a quick side note here. Okay. Like I was talking about with that other guy earlier whose name I don't remember. DJ Moore, a guy who I've recently been thinking about. And I'm like, you know, I'm worried about Baker getting killed behind uh, Carolina's offensive line. But DJ Moore is probably the best pass-catching teammate that Baker has ever had. And pair that with Robbie Anderson and the other guy from um, LSU – you drafted him last year with your first round pick in Dynasty. Um, Marshall. Oh, it's Terrace Marshall, name. thank Terrace. you. Yeah, Terrace. I couldn't think of his first yeah. name. Terrace Marshall. That's probably the best pass-catching weapons that Baker's ever had. And You don't think, you know you don't what? think he I... briefly had a healthy uh, Beckham Jr. and Jarvis? 
I said pass catching teammate. Oh no, Beckham's not a teammate. He's just a guy out there to catch balls. He doesn't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to participate with his quarterback. He just wants to, all the all the glory. Mm. He's the prima donna. He's not a teammate. And I think DJ Moore is a teammate. There's a difference. I teammates mean, I, I want your, your analysis. Teammates your want your quarterback yeah. to succeed. Teammates want your quarterbacks to succeed. Oh, prima donnas just Jr. want the ball for like, to, hog, hate, to hog the to hog the glory. I've always hated Odell Beckham, but uh, talent wise, I think. It was brief, but I think he had a healthy Odo Beckham and a healthy Jarvis for however many games together, and that was probably the best. And I think I think Jarvis Landry is just a chain mover. He's not a touchdown scorer. He just moves the chains. That's all he does. He's 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 the. I think going back to he's an ugly Betty of of fantasy wide receivers. I think going back to touchdowns. My Michael Thomas take. I think Baker might have been holding Jarvis back. I think Miami Jarvis, well, Gage, of course he was younger in Miami, but Miami Jarvis, oof. You know? Yeah. I understand but he was a guy. Jarvis also had a litany of injuries as well between And he's also Miami a possession guy, so it's, now. It's, it's, it's more boring. It's definitely more boring as a possession guy, so I get it. But uh, Wes Welker was a possession guy, too, and he was electric. Julian Edelman, possession guy, electric. Jarvis Landry, yeah, possession like, guy. What boring. A, I'm sorry. So Welker and who? Jarvis or uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah, both play with Brady in these seasons. The best quarterback of all time. Yeah, but they, but they, but they could also weave their way through traffic too. Jarvis I think Landry Jarvis, catches the ball, runs five year, five yards, and gets tackled. I don't know about Welker. I don't know if this is an awful take, but I might say Jarvis was better than Edelman. Like you put Jarvis in that Edelman role in the in those particular years in New England with you know Gronk being kind of the I guess you could say one A. Yeah, I think he puts up better numbers than Edelman. But they both oh. got hurt a lot. They both got hurt a lot. Now you're Towards not. The end of his career, I don't disagree with you though. I don't disagree with your take there. Uh, but let me be clear. I don't. I, I just wanted a little bit of minutia there. Is that all your guys? How do you feel about DJ Moore? Like real quick. What is, assuming Baker's a quarterback. I kind of like it, dude. As awful as I feel about Darnold, I have to, and and not a Baker guy, I have to, it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. And DJ was pretty bad last season, though. I don't think he was even a wide receiver. There is no way that DJ Moore had his best career, his best year with Teddy Bridgewater being his freaking quarterback. To answer your question, I traded DJ Moore because I was clearly worried. Yeah, about Sam Darnold. Do you want that trade back? I was was worried about, I was worried. I was worried how many years it was going to take to get another quarterback in there that could do something with DJ Moore, and I'm not so sure they got it this year. Well, I'm not saying that either, but you know, so I think Baker's an upgrade speaking, over Sam Darnold. If he's not a wide receiver one, then what? What am I doing? Then yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't believe in DJ Moore. Hmm. Fantasy speaking, just uh, talent wise, yeah, I love the guy. Maybe I hope I hope Baker proves me wrong that you know. Maybe well, I mean, the... you're marrying DJ Moore, so I'd hope you love him. <laughs> I'm marrying him? What? Yeah, he proposed. You accepted his proposal, and you're marrying him. Nope, I traded him. I There's nothing him. wrong with that. Well, he's... Well, fantasy speaking, you did trade him away, and that was that was a really rocky part in your, in your personal relationship with DJ Moore. <laughs> but, you know, in real life, y'all are getting married. Vicious lies, folks. Vicious lies. And All right. That's not a how, what is that a vicious lie? I mean, he could be your sugar daddy, you know, your NFL sugar daddy. I'm a happily married heterosexual male, to be clear, folks. Uh, all right, buddy, hour ten. Let's get it. Let's, uh, let's take us out of here. 
Well, we've been amazing fantasy football. <laughs> uh, this has been our live stream. Uh, Chris is getting married to DJ Moore. His one and a half year anniversary nope. is coming up nope. next month. Nope. Um, so if you want to send some gifts his I way, his address you. is. I can mute you and continue the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although it's your in all seriousness, uh, this has been our live stream where you're here every Thursday at 8, 8 a.m. Central Time, uh, regardless of the temperature of our apartments or domiciles. Um, I'm surprisingly not really sweating all that much, man. Um, you didn't seem uncomfortable at kudos, all. Didn't kudos to the insulation of this 30-year-old apartment, man. Kudos to it. Yeah. Anyways... Um, you can check the show out if you missed the live stream. You can check us out in podcast format. We're pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, not Amazon Music, because that place can knows what where it can go and what it can do with itself when it gets there. Um, but until next week, where we will be talking about Chris, what are we talking about next week? I'm not sure. Definitely not a. Uh, not, we're definitely talking not about rankings. we're talking about bunny players. Don't know what a bunny player is? Well, you can tune in next week and find out. That may be a thing. It may not be. It Pretty probably has week. something to do with humping, folks. Just warning you. <laughs> Why does I have to go to sex? Wasn't me. It was you, though. <laughs> nope. Nope. You just imagine the whole thing. Please like, share, subscribe. And at this point, I don't know why you would unless you want Chris's <laughs> sexual innuendos. Uh, well, we, once on again, Twitter. Um, follow us on Twitter. You can see the things right there. I'm on screen, actually, 10 seconds before now. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh AFFB. You can follow Chris at Amazing07 on Twitter. Um, I don't post a lot of things, although I had one really nice quip. Oh, did you change your na your Twitter yep. handle? Nice. Yep, yep I did. It's cool. At, a at a Chris. At, at, at AFFB Chris. Mm -hmm. Because he just didn't want continuity between the two of us. I think um, it was taken it or something. A, it had to be a little different. I think it, it was taken or something. Or or I'm dyslexic. I'm willing to go with either. <laughs> Maybe I was in a hurry and I'm like, I remember well, it being not, something like this. I'm not going to make fun of your I'm your sure uh, reading disability. If that's the sure case. It was, Anyways. It was taken. Regardless, uh, in the show notes and in the, um, the description of this or in the feed here, you can check out our discord channel too where you can ask us fantasy questions or questions in general like why are you bald and i'll be like i don't know genetics and you can look at chris you're like why are you wearing glasses you're like i don't know genetics, genetics. um and that's going to be our response to literally everything until <laughs> next time <laughs> while you're an amazing fantasy analyst genetics genetics i mean come on it's hereditary my dad was an amazing fantasy analyst he was talking about dnd but you know still amazing fantasy anyways Let's get out. Let's get the heck out of here, Chris. Good night, folks. Y'all have a good night and check us out next week. Bunny players.